0: From Audible, I'm Sam Scholl. From the Washington Post Politics section, Juliet Alperin writes, As the EU falls apart, North American leaders seek unity in Ottawa today. At a time when European integration is faltering, North American leaders are hoping to signal Wednesday that their continent's economies and citizens are becoming more tightly knit. President Obama arrived in Ottawa on Wednesday morning, he joined Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto for the fourth North American Leaders' Summit of his presidency. While there, the three men will discuss a range of issues, including clean energy, terrorism, and trade. Tuesday's attacks at Istanbul's Ataturk Airport, which has claimed the lives of at least 41 and injured at least 239 others, is likely to elevate the issue of global security at a time when the leaders were hoping to emphasize their enhanced cooperation on environmental and economic matters. It's a challenging moment, Kimberly Breyer, who directs the U.S.-Mexico Futures Initiative at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, said in an interview. It's also an opportunity. Obama called Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan from Air Force One while en route from Washington to Ottawa to express his sympathy and offer support, speaking to reporters after he held a bilateral meeting with Peña Nieto, Obama emphasized that the Islamic State, also known as ISIL and ISIS, was losing ground in Iraq and Syria. They are going to be on the run wherever they hide, he said, and we will not rest until we have dismantled these networks of hate that have an impact on the entire civilized world. Although White House Press Secretary Josh Earnest told reporters aboard the plane that the attack in Istanbul will certainly be on the minds of all three North American leaders, he emphasized that they will tackle other issues as well. In the United States, presumptive GOP presidential nominee Donald Trump has connected with many voters by questioning the benefits of free trade and suggesting he would severely restrict immigration from Mexico and other nations. He has also hailed Britain's decision last week to withdraw from the European Union, called Brexit, as a sign that voters in many countries are increasingly wary of the impacts of globalization. But the three North American leaders, including Trudeau, who was just elected in October, have developed a strong rapport and have sought to push back against such proposals. Mark Feierstein, senior director for Western Hemisphere Affairs at the National Security Council, told reporters Monday that administration officials have particularly high hopes for the meeting, given the especially strong relationship that exists among the three countries today. Breer, who served as NSC director for Mexico and Canada under President George W. Bush, noted that tensions between Canada and Mexico over immigration have eased, under the year of Trudeau, who has made it easier for Mexicans to obtain entry visas. There's a renewed energy being put into the North American relationship at the moment, she said. Obama took aim at Trump, though not by name, for the Republicans' disparaging references to Mexicans, and at a time in which we all too often are hearing rhetoric that ignores the enormous contributions that have been made by Mexican Americans, and the enormous strengths that we draw from the relationship with our good neighbor to the South, It's been useful for us to reaffirm all the different issues that we've been working on together," the president said. Asked about Trump's criticism of the North American Free Trade Agreement and other international trade deals, Ernest said that Obama certainly doesn't deny that some U.S. workers and communities have been negatively affected by the broader forces of globalization. But the challenge, I think, really is, what are you going to do about it, he asked. Are you just going to bemoan the impact of globalization on the U.S. economy? on some U.S. workers, and on some U.S. communities? Or are you actually going to do something about it? One of the biggest agreements coming out of the summit is the joint commitment to generate half of North America's electricity by 2025 with clean energy. Officials are defining clean energy sources as not just renewables, but also nuclear power, carbon capture, and storage plants, and energy efficiency. Lou Leonard, vice president for climate change at the World Wildlife Fund, said the new 2025 goal is significant because the world will make the greenhouse gas emissions goals outlined in last year's Paris Climate Agreement only if nations agree to band together and pursue a common goal. If you listen to the news, it seems like the whole world order of cooperation is disintegrating with the Brexit vote, Leonard said in an interview. This is a reminder that the work that was done in Paris still has energy and momentum behind it. Administration officials are working hard to persuade Americans that closer coordination on energy and other joint policy goals can produce economic benefits. In a blog post published Wednesday morning, White House Council of Economic Advisers Chairman Jason Furman and White House Senior Advisor Brian Deese write that direct and indirect jobs linked to clean energy generation will rise.